Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the No Facts With Jen podcast, where it is what I say it is. I'm your host, Jennifer Reed, and buckle up for some hilarious stories and my non-expert advice. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to No Facts With Jen. We're back at it again, and I have a special guest with me this week, my wonderful friend. Her name is Zora. And she is a published author. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it just sounds so weird to say now. You are. So we have this wonderful book. And I don't know if you know this, but I do videotape my podcast. So yeah, this I wonderful book <laughs> called The Collection of Colors and Etc. <laughs> Look at that, Zora Thomas. <laughs> This is an amazing book, first of all, and she is an amazing person. You want to introduce yourself a little bit? Hey, I'm Zora. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's it? You you ain't got nothing else to say? (laughs) I am a Black queer trans writer, an active, 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 active person in the creative resistance. Um... And that's all I got. Well, that's wonderful. She's currently in Arizona. And you can find her book on Amazon.com. It's great. It's a lot of poetry. If you like poetry, I think you should go ahead and scoop that up. What do you think? I think so. (laughs) Help me help you. (laughs) Okay. Do you know what I usually do on my podcast? Hmm. So advice, we give advice because it's whatever we say it is on this podcast. It's our opinions, okay? And our opinions are majestic, just so you know. Absolutely. So usually I go on like um, like Dear Abby or Slate.com to like find random, you know, advice columns until people start sending them in to me, you know, that's what, that's my goal is that people will actually send me their advice or whatever. Um, But I thought this week I would do something a little bit different. (laughs) You know how uh, Yahoo has that section, Yahoo Answers? Yes. And people put in their like real life, um, they want answers to these questions that they have. And so then I went into the family and relationships section and I found a couple um, a couple of little questions that I thought we could talk about and I could get your opinion on. Okay. All right. So the first one, the oh, and just so you know, I left the good one for last. Um, oh, okay. I, I left the good one for last. Okay. This one is called Can't Accept Wife's Past. It says, my wife and I have been together for almost 20 years, not married the whole time, but committed the whole time. The problem is that I have never been able to accept that she has been with three more men. I'm sorry, three men before me. We met when she was 19 and I was 22. By that point, I had been with five women. I have read about retroactive jealousy and have considered the double standard many times. With that said, is her past typical for that age woman? CDC says average lifetime partners is 4.3, and that puts her right at the average. Guess that is a good sign? 
I'm not looking to hear from any extremist saying she's a saint or a whore. My marriage is close to ending and I need to hear sensible words from reasonable people. Is her sexual experience before me unacceptable? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. First of all, the CDC has just called my whole life into perspective because (laughs) I have yours and mine both. In the past, somebody what, gotta be lying. Two, three months alone. Somebody, yeah, somebody lying. Somebody gotta be lying. Somebody ain't getting none up there or something because that number is a lie. First of all, if if you you have looked into into retrospective jealousy, then you should know how toxic this question is for a male to ask. It's very toxic. So. It's okay for you to have had, he said, what, five before five. her? Mm-hmm. And she had three. First mm-hmm. of all, that whole, that whole word before. If you're going to get into a relationship, you have, to, you, you have to, to make a conscious decision to, before me does not matter. Correct. I agree with that. Because if you don't, you're going to end up bringing it like he like he did into his relationship, carrying it forward and present. So now you brought up something. <laughs> what can they, she do? They have been together for twenty years, and you're just that's that's my part problem. Y'all been together for twenty years, and now you just want to be like, oh, I'm having retroactive jealousy. You need to be worried about the during. Question was three during. Now we have a problem. Absolutely. But before, damn you and you before, you're toxic for asking the question. It's a toxic question for me. And the thing that he, it cracks me up that he would actually look at the, into the CDC and what like the average amount of lifetime partners is. What? what? You're over it. You're over it. If we're going to talk about that, it's 4.3 and you had five, six counting your wife. (laughs) So let's let's reverse the question. Are you a whore? Should she should she be concerned? Exactly. Of course, but of course, if you'd have flipped the question, what are you talking about? It was before her. Exactly. So the same grace you want for yourself, give to her. Twenty years. You. Do, I know you're projecting because you're at the end of your marriage. He said he's at, yeah he's at the end of his marriage. I hope this is not the <laughs> the Let situation. What made it come to the end of the marriage? Like. But then again, if if. If I were her, I'd want to leave too. Because if we go bring her some shit 20 years, <laughs> 20 years and three men before you. It's time. I'd leave to, at some point, you have to learn to let some things go. Like, that should have been let go a long time Long time ago. ago. Why you wait 20 years to be like, oh, now this bothers me. So what is your advice for that man? <laughs> she should divorce you. That's she my should advice. divorce him. That's your, that's your advice. You need to be single. <laughs> Does he need to be single though? Because now, you be if you think about it, if he's in his forties and he meets somebody else, he ain't gonna meet somebody that's, you know, twenty again. He's not, right. he not gonna be no virgin. Are, they ain't gonna be only. Oh, I've only been with three men. <laughs> right. He's not gonna be no virgin. So just stay single then. <laughs> There's my advice for you. Just stay single. Stay single. 
Cause you're not gonna meet let someone. that woman go. Let her but live you, her best life. Cause you you tripping. Mm-hmm. You that, tripping. That's, that that's the that's the advice we have. Okay. All right. Let's go on to the next one. This one is, uh, am I being too hard on my partner? Oh. I see a future with this man. I love him very much, yet there are just some things that I don't feel very confident about concerning our relationship, and it breaks my heart. I care a lot about my future. I'm going to school and working both full-time just to make it happen. My partner went to college before deciding it was too taxing, and now he doesn't even have the slightest idea of what he wants to do. This scares me because I imagine being with him in the future, but I want a family. I want kids, but I would never consider doing so if I'm not financially stable. Growing up a very poor kid, I would never want that for my own children. I've been getting on him about this recently because I really feel that the future is now. You have to work hard now to have the future you want. My boyfriend also doesn't do a lot around the house. I cook and clean and he attempts to clean sometimes, but I don't think he realized that's an everything everyday thing. He also was being difficult today about taking care of our home and tidying it because he says he doesn't care about some of the things I brought with me upon moving in with him. I told him that was selfish because once you move in with somebody, you become a unit. Your your belongings become one. I take care of a lot of his stuff. I don't care about just because that's what happens when you make this kind of commitment. What should I do? I've talked to him about it and he never changes. Am I being too harsh or am I wasting my time? Oh, and then she updated it. Do you want to hear the update? Let me hear the update before I give her my advice. <laughs> she said, it's a couple of sentences. He is also very passionless. I'm the one who decides to go out and make things for us to do. I even encourage him to visit his own mother. Maybe he's this way because he was babied a majority of his life. I feel so dumb posting this because I feel like the obvious thing is to move on, but that's better. That's easier said than done. He's my best friend. First of all, you, there's a lot to unpack. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to hear what you got to say. Kudos to your hustle. That is amazing. Yes. Yes. Clap for her hustle. And thank her. I thank her for having the clarity of mind to say, I do not want to bring children in this world without being financially stable. Right. That, I mean, that is an amazing thing for her. What a great option to express. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is her best friend, um, child, partner. If, uh, it's really easy. If what I'm telling you is hurting me, and I tell you that I care about you, Jen, we're in a relationship, I love you. And, and you tell me, well, Zora, when you do A, B, and C, it hurts me. It hurts me. And I continue to do A, B, and C. Clearly, me telling you that I love you is contradictory to the action that I'm giving you. I'm going to tell you why. I learned this from my church. My, My pastor taught me this recently. She said, You can tell me all day to my face that you love me, but your thoughts will give you away every time. 
And she said, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to explain to you because your thoughts are the vibration. I can pick up your vibration. You are telling me something that your vibration is not giving me. Wow, wow, preach. <laughs> wow, wow. I Stay can't tell you that because your vibrations and your movement doesn't match. So if you say that it's obvious, the universe has already told you what to do. Better example. When I was about three, four years old, my mother and I, every Sunday, my mother would sit. It was the early 90s. She'd sit on the bed. She had a little brass frame bed. Oh, Lord. Honey. <laughs> And she would iron our clothes for the week. And we would watch Jeopardy. It was Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. They were back to back. And I would reach for the iron. And my mother would smack my hands away. That iron is hot. You will burn yourself. My little three, four-year-old mind, I don't know what you mean by hot and burn. All I see is what I want to see. And what I want to see is my hand touching that iron. Let me guess, she touched the iron. A few Sundays, this happens. I'm reaching and she's smacking my hand away. So one day she walks out the room. It's me, Alex Trebek, and that iron. And I reached up and I grabbed it. My mother is standing at the door. And I'm screaming. I knock the <laughs> My mother swoops in there. It swallowed me up. She said, you just weren't going to learn until it burned you. Now, I'm hoping that her burn phase does not come later because you keep ignoring the signs. Oh, yeah. I don't want you to get burned by going forward because he's, quote, unquote, your best friend. You can be best friends and not be in a relationship, a, an intimate relationship. I don't understand how he's her best friend, though. And I don't either. And so my advice for her would be is don't touch the iron. Get off. Get, please start reaching for the iron because you're reaching for this. You want this, this whole relationship. You want this marriage. You want these because you're reaching for the iron. It's not for you. That iron's not for you. That's the first thing. Get, get bitch, unplug it, <laughs> put it in the closet. Um, uh, uh, put it in the goodwill thing. That iron's not for you. Two, his vibrations are not matching yours. Not at all. She said she's going to school full time. Full time. And, uh, working, and doing a full time job. Working full time, school full time, coming home. And come home cleaning, cooking. And he he's not even going to school. He's not. Now, I don't know if he's not going to. Well, no, I guess he's not going to work because she said he doesn't have the slightest idea of what he wants to do. He's now, not cooking. She, He's not She'll kidding. be a great mother because clearly she's taking care of a grown-ass man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so get then, rid of the iron and stop ahead. and get rid of that vibration because only, only a fool will cast their pearls before swine. I'm giving my best time. I'm giving the, 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 the best of my peace, the best of, of my emotion, the best of my work to someone that's not going to get it. Someone's not going to appreciate it. There are plenty. There are billions out there. Literally. Literally billions. Who will return your affection and return your love and return your gratitude. Thirdly, get rid of his ass. 
Now, since you've been babied your whole life, go back to your mother's house because clearly that is the place for you and the space for you to be nothing. So you do and do you. Now, in that time, you need to split and separate. Now, if he gets his mind right, he is, he tries to, he makes an attempt because anyone that tries to make an attempt to change loves you. They're trying to change an attitude, trying to change their thought process, trying to get on a path to getting you back. Then, you know, you give them, give them inches. Until then, y'all need to live separate. Do your thing. He can do not his thing. <laughs> oh, man, I agree. I she agree. Was, I don't even know what to add to that. She, she has to encourage him to go visit his own mom. <laughs> you right here, child. That's childish. That is childish. And then if I feel like if he has problems with being babied, maybe he needs to go to a therapist and talk about that. It's 2020 now. We got pandemics going on, a racist-ass president, uh, police shoot people in the street, and I got to come home. I can't fight. The street <laughs> men can fight my house. And at the end of the day, don't you want somebody that's going to, I don't know, stand with you? Lift me up. Like... Encourage. He doesn't seem like somebody that's gonna stand with her. That's not gonna. He ain't got no drive. Like he can't stand by himself, he so he quit. has to go. Yeah, I agree. My advice is that she leaves because she has so much going on in her life, like positive things going on in her life, and that's the one negative thing going on. So it might be time to go ahead and sever that and have him going about his life. You're going to have to understand that he might not want to be your best friend anymore. I don't see how he's your best friend in the first place. He ain't doing, he ain't doing nothing that's best friend-like. Quarantine that. <laughs> but it's time, that, it's time for that to go. It is time for that to go. Okay. So the next one is, am I a bad person for giving up on my wife? Oh, shit. <laughs> My wife is the type of woman who feels like she has to always be with our children. 24-7, she has given up her identity, dreams, life, our life as a couple, and is obsessed. Don't get me wrong. I love my children, but I am also my own person, and she was my wife long before them. We haven't had sex in over six years Never have alone time, and I try constantly. I tell her it's not healthy, but she blows up. I'm so lonely and depressed. I haven't had sex, been loved, or even hugged in years. I have so much tension built up and cranky, and that's not my personality as I'm a chill dude. I've decided to separate, but I'm shocked that all of our family and friends view me as the bad guy and not her. Another thing is I allow the children I allow my children to fail so they can learn, and she thinks I'm horrible for it. I re- I refuse to let them be spoiled mama's boys who can't make their own decisions as adults. Am I really that bad? Six years. <laughs> That's one thing that stuck out to me was that six years. I'm like, six years? First of all, wow, your your wife is going to have to understand she is more than just a mother. That's one thing, I, I guess, as... As a mother, as a woman, I understand how important it is to have that relationship with your children. 
but I also understand how important it is to know that I am not just somebody's mother. I'm more than that. And I just, and she deserves more than just being a mom. If she wants to just be a mom and not be in a relationship, then why are you married? Because that a relationship takes work. You still, even though you're a mom, you still have to work on your relationship. You still have to put that time in. You still have to, you know, me, for me, dating is very important. Even if you're with somebody for years, mm-hmm. even if you're married, whatever. Like, you still have to date. You still have that communication, that pillow talk, that whatever. Like, what are you doing where that's okay, where you're just putting your kids first and them being the only people that you take care of? Six years? Oh my. You a Barbie at that point. <laughs> you know what they say? Yeah, you don't use it, you lose it. Honey. <laughs> that thing dog has, um... first of all when you choose to be in a monogamous relationship okay you have just put that person in an office I, I'm monogamous so that means we've agreed to this monogamous relationship so that means I am only getting what this sexual di- from you right okay? when you withhold sex from me for six years, you've clearly broken the contract. Clearly. Because at the end of the day, we're still human beings. We're, st- we're animals, okay? Now, whether you don't have to have sex all day, every day, but j- you gotta pet me every once in a while. <laughs> you gotta do something. He's I not even you. a hug. Something he doesn't even he know said a hug. Doesn't even know what 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 your warmth even feels like anymore because your identity, literally. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something. And this, you may get some people who don't like what I'm about to say. You know, it's okay. They don't gotta like it because it is what we say it is. <laughs> they ain't gotta like it. So go ahead and say what you gotta say. A person with a weak will. A weak identity or a weak posture takes to another identity that they feel they need and it becomes their sole purpose because you have no identity. You didn't have one to begin with. So that goes with being a parent. That goes with being a partner because you will find partners who are totally into their relationship so much and so into their partner that they have no kind of of solitary thought for themselves. And not only is that dangerous, because you see this, you see it a lot with people who who are controlling. Oh, yes. Controlling over their partners. Well, where are you going? Well, why can't I go? Well, I'm supposed to be your girlfriend. Oh, I thought you loved me. As a weak will, a weak posture, and a lack of identity. You being a helicopter mom shows a weak, weak posture, a weak will, and a lack of identity. Because when you're in a relationship, I don't give a damn. I know folks say, yeah, my kid comes first. It's me and my partner against everybody else. Because we share a bed together. We share a love together. We share a foundation together. So I can't 
I can't, you can't fault him for, for trying to leave a toxic situation for him. Because if what you're doing is hurting me, your lack of love and affection is hurting me. And I'm telling you that your lack of love and affection is hurting me. And we made a choice to be monogamous. I have to go. If you're a horrible, if you're a great mother and a horrible partner, if you're a horrible partner and a horrible mother, did you see what I'm saying? Good partner and horrible, you have, your identity is multifaceted. With you saying that, it makes me think, like, I wonder if before she had kids, she was obsessed with her relationship. Probably. Or she found something to obsess to. Right. Because there would have to be a before him. I find something to obsess to. This is my world. At the end okay. of the day, Go ahead. I am the center of my world. Right. right. I have, if I, whether I have kids or a partner or not, I am the center of my world. Because if I don't take care of me, how am I effective in any kind of ship that I'm in? You cannot, you're right, you cannot effectively be good at anything if you are not taking care of yourself. You can't take a, care of somebody else if you can't take care of yourself. Ooh, this just came to me. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I gotta speak, make a live video after this because this is good. Speak, speak, speak. Because, because our own self-identity is multifaceted because I'm the center of, 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 of who I am. I'm the center of my world. But I can also be an anchor to somebody's ship in this relationship. I can be the wind in a sail for another. Yep. I can be the rain for somebody else. I can be the sun for somebody. I can be the moon for somebody. Do you know why? Because I'm all of those things for me. Wow. Because I take care of me first. I can't, give you no anger. I can't give you no sun. I can't give you no rain. I can't give you anything if I don't come first. And she definitely is not putting herself first. I, I'm guessing she's probably at this point, she's probably, I'm not going to say she let herself go. She probably has though, because she doesn't worry about herself. What kind of self-care is she taking for herself? Does she have friends? Like, is it just your, you know what I'm saying? Is it just your kids? Like, you don't have friends. You don't have, like, what are you doing? My advice would be for him, honey, you better go. It is 2020. We got so much going on. He has so I much life not- to live. And you talking about six years with no sex, no affection, no hug, not even a hug. Like, how did you go that long? I don't even know how he went that long. I don't even know how he went that long. It's time and to I go. Bet, and I bet it's, it is just destroying his self-esteem mm-hmm. and destroying his self-worth because the person that I chose to be with in this monogamous agreement, in this, 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 this monolove agreement, is not loving me back. People don't take that into account. All they're saying is, well, oh, he's just leaving because he just wants to have sex. He just wants to do this. You have no idea how damaging that is. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It is damaging to the it agreement. Is. It is damaging to the mind to, to take that and withhold that affection from somebody for six years. It makes them feel awful. 
honey, go. And you cute, slide me your digits because <laughs> mama likes all genders, all sides, I'll show, I'll give you six years worth if of love. If y'all want to know, Zoro is, she is single. I mean. You'll get six years worth of love in about an hour. So, beautiful inside and out. So, I'm just saying, you know, if y'all go on nofactswithjen.com and y'all think, <laughs> y'all want to know more about Zora, let me know. I cook clean. Let me know. I got you. I make money. She does it all. Okay. All of it. She is a published author. Okay. I try. That is an achievement in itself. Just saying. Take care of yourself. Absolutely. Like, what is that? I couldn't do it. Not six years. Long. I couldn't do it. Long. I couldn't do it six months. <laughs> if I chose to, we made a, an agreement that I was only going to do this with you. You would talk, six months I'd have been out there. You ain't give me nothing to say. You ain't touch me in six months. Okay. If you don't give it to me, I'm an animal. I will go find it somewhere else. Yeah. So props exactly. to him for not going somewhere else. Exactly. And what is that old saying? What you won't do, somebody else will. And for him to sit there and wait for six years and not cheat or anything, that is like amazing. He need to go find somebody else though. I ain't no way. I wouldn't be able to do it. What did Fantasia say? If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Want me, then don't talk to me. Then go ahead and free yourself. Go ahead and free yourself. You better go free yourself, honey. He need yes, you're right. He does need to free himself because that is that's ridiculous. That is sad. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Okay, so this is the last one. Oh God. Let's this one here. <laughs> this one says, titled, I know my husband is sleeping with my best friend, and I don't know how to deal with it. They don't know that I know. What should I do next? All right. Okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. I'm a 34. <laughs> okay. I'm a 34 year old married to a 30 year old man. We have a best friend who my husband obviously fancies since the day I introduced them to each other. He admitted this to me when I asked what he thought of my friend, and I trust them both completely. I've known my friend since high school and my husband from for five years from March, just gone. I don't know what she means by that. Anyway, she comes around for drink nights as we have no kids. My husband isn't involved. He just does man stuff like messing with his car and eating all the chocolate out of the fridge and they get on, but I never spotted anything unusual. But just last week, she came over for a few days and I was feeling really tired and couldn't help but notice my husband kept looking at her and smiling so I couldn't sleep. My husband snuck, <laughs> snuck out of the bed and I pretended to sleep, to be asleep, out of curiosity and heard him sneak into their room. I could hear the small groans and the bed bouncing and tried to hold the tears back. When he was done, I pretended to be asleep and ignored him when he said my name, seeing if I was awake. My life is ruined. I am so depressed and I don't want to lose what I have. I'm too old now. Should I just pretend I don't know? I still love my husband. Too old. She's 34. <laughs> Making it sound like she 80. And she's too old. <laughs> and even if she was 80, 
If Herbert is sleeping with Gertrude, I believe in Herbert. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go to, to to William. I'm the damn. I'll be the. I'll be the holy thing up in that the retirement home. Cause you think I'm. This is not the end for me. Can I? Can, huh? Does my brain so, still work? So and she found else? out her husband snuck out of their bedroom and slept with her best friend, and she heard the squeaking and the bed bouncing and the moans. First of you. all, she's way better than me. Cause ain't no way I'm about to stand outside the door and cry and walk back in the room and pretend I'm asleep. I'm about to bust in that thing. Like <laughs> we all, we all going somewhere tonight. Somebody might go to the hospital. I might be going to jail, but I, no, no, no. I would tell you what I would, honestly, what I would do. First of all, I would have, I would have walked in the room while they're doing it. Cause I want, First of all, I want to see y'all in the act. Just so, just I want to see it. I want that image to be burned in my mind. So when I divorce you, and I cut her off, I, I don't go. I don't backtrack because you can never lose what was never yours in the first place. Yeah. So you're not losing anything. I'm not saying that it don't hurt, but here's, but here's. Here's, here's what that means. I can't lose what wasn't mine. So that means what's mine is still there. So when I get it, because, ooh, because. <laughs> get into it. Get into it. Because I don't believe, I don't believe in this whole thing that my soulmate is lifelong. Because trust me, there are some, yeah, been together 80, 80, 90 years. All right, good for you. But if we come to the end of the thing, if we together for um, uh, six months, six months, eight months, and when it comes to an end, I don't feel empty when you leave because I got the connection and I got what I needed from you and you got what you needed from me. You... We're leaving each other full. We are leaving this place full. If you leave, if I if I have to get rid of you and I feel empty, you didn't belong to me. That means you were a drain. Preach it. That means you were a drain. If I if we separate and I am full, I want the best for you. We can see each other passing each other like, hey man, we. <laughs> we exchange and dapping like it yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, we dapping it up like that. there is nothing, there is no there is nothing. You with your new girl with my with, with my with my new y'all y'all see each other like hey, how you doing? I heard about you. I heard so many good things about you. Likewise, you can leave each other and meet somebody else. Yeah, my last relationship was great. It just came to an end. She was a great person. He was a great person. They were they were a great person. It just came to an end. It was just time. You didn't, you, you, we left full. If I'm empty when you leave, that means you were drained. You didn't belong to me. Because we are, we come together as two 100s. Not 50-50. You're not half a per. You don't complete me. I don't complete you. We came together at we we together as 100, 100, 200 percent. We are 200 percent fish. 
Leave him. And you're feeling this thing because he doesn't belong to you. Your best friend was never your best friend in the first place. Never. Never. She was just lying in wait. Because the best friend would never do that to you. Because there is, I'm going to tell you, one of my closest friends, one of my best friends, her husband's fine as shit. She know it because I told her. I told her. I would tear your husband up (laughs) if y'all weren't together. If y'all were never together. You're my best friend. He looks daunting because of you. That's what a best friend do. There is no way, shape, nor form I would ever fuck with my best friend's partner. Ever. Ever. I'll be damned. And not, it has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with me and my character. If I tell you and present to you that we we have this relationship, this friendship, you are my best friend. My character's on the line when I say it. My spirit's on the line when I say it to you. There's a bond there. I should not have to look over my shoulder where my best friend is. Places of freedom that, 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 that the only places we have are in our home, our places of worship, and our relationships. These are the only places of, of genuine expression and freedom that I have with no judgment. And she shook two of those, two out of those three up. Two of those things you destroyed. My home and my relationship. She didn't belong to you neither. Now, now that's different when it comes to a friendship. Because in a relationship, if you if you leave and I feel empty, you didn't belong to me. If if I let you go, or if you let me go, or you do something to hurt me, and there's either a fire that I have against you, you pissed me off or nothing, they didn't belong to you. It's either fire or nothing. I can cut you off in a minute and feel nothing. Nothing. Woof. Woof. Because you don't belong to me. If, if, if a fall happens with a best friend and you hurt, that fucks you up, yeah, bitch, yeah. You belong to me. I am shattered about this. She ain't say nothing about her best friend in that post. Not one thing. I miss my she's best, her best friend. friend she ain't say nothing school. about it. Yeah, she don't she's belong her best to friend you. Since high school, that was it. Other than her husband sleeping with you, her. Right. She don't belong to you. It doesn't matter how long you've been friends with somebody. You can meet somebody tomorrow that has better intentions for you, and better intentions with a friendship with you than somebody you've known for twenty mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Same to deal with do with relationships. You can be with somebody for ten years, break up, and find somebody and be with them for six months, and they have better intentions for you. So, your intentions are your vibrations. Oh, he ain't, he ain't giving off them bad vibes. And when, right, and when you flip it like that, and you say all of my intentions are vibrations, you saw this long ago. You knew this when he was smiling at her. Oh, yeah. He was giving you the vibrations, honey. You were just on the wrong frequency because you think he would never. In any type of ship, I don't give a damn how how long we've been together, how long we've been friends, how short, whatever. I am always aware of the vibrations around me. 
It's called discernment. I am always aware of what the hell's going on. If I catch a tinge of it, if I feel that one shift, because when you're in a, a relationship, you're supposed to be on the same vibration, same frequency, oh, yeah. same vibration. When I felt that shift in there, I'm going to address it right then. What the fuck's going on here? You can feel it. When he you told you that he had it. eyes for it. Oh, yeah. When you he first told when you. First met her. <laughs> he has eyes for it. Asking about it. You knew his intentions. You felt his vibrations then, honey. So it, uh, it hurts you because it don't belong to you. Get the hell out of there. Because only a fool, only a fool will get bitten by a snake and go to bed with it. Preach it. Only a fool. I, I watched this. I used to watch a show called Game of Thrones, right? Oh, Lord. <laughs> yes. And... My favorite character in this story, her name was Lady Olena Tyrell. They called her the Queen of Thorns. Old lady, girl, wise. I mean, wise. She cl- she clearly won the game. And if I've ever watched it, you'll know she won the game. <laughs> she said, my only mistake was for not having a more active imagination. Because peop- she, because I'll paraphrase it. People have done things that I couldn't even imagine. And that's where I messed up. You have to have an active imagination in any kind of ship you in. That's not being negative. That's not being, being regressive. That's just knowing what it is. Because life happens. I planned this whole thing out before I even got in this, in this predicament with you. And I planned accordingly then. Because I never want to be left empty in this relationship, this friendship, this companionship, this partnership. You would never go into a business venture unprepared. You would never invest your money full-heartedly. Your time and your energy is worth more than money. So why would you do that in any kind of ship you're in? My I come first. Get I understand that she you still loves her husband, man. but mm-hmm. uh, it's time. It's time to go. You can love somebody and not be in a relationship with them. Right. I love you enough to forgive you, but I love you enough not to stay. I love me enough. Me enough. Stay. Yes. Yes. I forgive you. But I don't need to stay. You divorce his ass. When this whole COVID thing clears up, girl, you take us up on a vacation. <laughs> get, get a nice bottle of wine, girl. Get a nice bottle of wine. And girl, you do what the fuck you want to do. Live your best life. If nothing made you want to live more, this situation did. Because now you're about to be reintroduced to the world again. And now the whole world's opened back up to you because of what you restricted yourself to. Go have a good old time. <laughs> Pack your shit up calmly. Calmly. Pack your shit up calmly. Calm, cool, and collected. Okay. Or pack his shit up. Calm, cool, and collected. But pack it up. <laughs> I will draft this up. And depending on what state you live in, if y'all both sign at the same time, it just takes 30 days. No court case. Go get the packet. Go get the packet, girl. (laughs) 
It's called an uncontested divorce. If y'all both signed, there's only four court cases. Uncontested. Uncontested. Because some, po- some folks don't learn till they touch, touch the that iron. iron. Yep. Burn themselves. Wow. You know what? I'm not going to lie. This is one of the best podcasts I've done. <laughs> your, I love your thoughts and your opinions. And I'm going to have to have you back. Of course, I don't. You have to come back. (laughs) You don't have to come back. You have to. You just have to be (laughs) mine. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to No Facts with Jen this week. If y'all have, um, if y'all want any advice, you can go to nofactswithjen.com. Or if you want to follow me on my socials under the same name, I'm on Instagram and Facebook as well. Zora, do you want to plug any of your socials? (laughs) Hey, my book's out there, The Collection of Colors by... Zora Thomas. Um, my Instagram is Zo Z O So S O Dope D O P E. Follow your girl on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> and I'll put her. Um, I'll put her stuff in the show notes. So if y'all forget that, I'll put in the show notes so y'all can go ahead and follow her and buy her book. It's amazing. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to No Facts with Jen.